Pitt hosts Louisville tonight, and I'm going to explain why this is one of the biggest games Pitt has had all year at this point, at this evolving schedule and how it changes from here on out. It's all coming up today on this episode of Locked on Pitt. You are Locked on Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Pit Podcast, everybody. As always, I'm your host, Nick Farabaugh. And it's a whirlwind. Um, it, it's a whirlwind, I would say, in terms of Pit and Pit basketball um, and everything that is going on right now. Um, not an easy team to predict um, by any means of what they have done. Um, but But this team continues to fight forward and fight ahead. And, and I want to talk about where I think this season is going uh, for Pittman's basketball, because I think it is heading in a specific direction and they have kind of eclipsed where they were um, beforehand. Um, but before that, I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Fandle. Fandle, the official sports book sponsor of Locked On. Fandle, folks, make sure to check it out. You can make so many more memories with Fandle. Um, so let, let's kind of just talk about this real quick because you kind of look at, at Pitt's resume and there's a lot of good things. One, after Miami's win last night over Duke, they get another quad one win. Um, so that's really good to me. Um, five quad one wins, only two quad one losses. They have high upside wins, UNC, uh, Virginia, Miami, uh, they just they just have good wins on, on their resume, and they're they and it's against Quad One A. We talked about this yesterday, right? Those Quad One A wins, man. I mean, th- those are those are important wins. Um, you you do have signature wins. Um, do you have signature wins, right? I, I think that's kind of really good, and you kind of compare it to uh to the rest of the field. Um, you, you compare it to a UNC who doesn't really have a signature win. They don't really have terrible losses either, but they just don't have a huge win. Uh, you compare it to a Wake Forest. You compare it to even an NC State type team, right? I mean, NC State is probably firmly in the field, just like Pitt is getting in there. Um, but Pitt over these the rest of these ACC teams, Clemson too. What do they have? They have kind of signature wins. Um, they have wins that at stake. Um, they're four and four against Quadrant Two teams, which is kind of what it is. Not terrible, not great. Um, but they have eight wins in the quad one and the quad two um I, I mean that is that's significant you can't overlook that fact now they have that quad four loss to florida state that is, is a real eyesore um on their resume but when i look at this team man I, I say a lot of things that i like about it but here's why this game against louisville starts a key stretch um you kind of look at, at this team and, and where Pitt goes from here um and their schedule lightens up significantly. They are past the hardest part of their schedule by far. But maybe this is the hardest part of their schedule. And I say that because it comes with immense pressure every time they head out on the court. There is two teams on this schedule that I think they can lose to and not really be hurt by. Um, you look at Virginia Tech and you look at Miami. Why those are quad 
won games. Um, so that they won't kill Pitt for that. They win them, it's even more of a boost. Pitt could have as many as ten quad one win, uh, ten quad one quad two wins is, is done, um, which would be impressive. Uh, I think that would be very good. Uh, the committee would love that. Um, so that is something to watch. But the next three games: home against Louisville, at Florida State, home against Boston College. These are all either quadrant three or quadrant four games, and that matters a lot. And the reach, I say this, Louisville is terrible. Florida State is the one huge blemish that you can't rub off Pitt's resume. And then Boston College would be another one. Boston College isn't maybe with some of the other low lights, like, like a Georgia Tech or a Louisville or even another game. I think Boston College might be a little bit above them. But you can't lose those games. Uh, you can't lose to Georgia Tech. I'd even go venture. You say you can't lose to Syracuse. I think that has to be a win for Pitt. That has to be one that they, they really close in on. So they take care of business. They're going to be favored against Louisville. They'll be favored against Florida State. They'll be favored against Boston College. They'll be favored against Georgia Tech. They'll be favored against Syracuse. And they'll be favored against Notre Dame. They'll be favored in those games. There's eight games left in the ACC schedule. They go six and two therein. Period. 15 and 5 will get them in. They don't have to worry about anything they do in the ACC tournament at that point. They are in. The ACC is weak, but Pitt is doing a good job in a weak ACC. They have the high upper echelon wins. They've beaten the top teams in the ACC. And they don't have many bad losses. They keep that intact, and they win the games they're supposed to. They're going dance. I firmly believe it. And, and I, here's how I would place it. They have built their resume. Their resume is built. The, the idea of them making the tournament is there. They have the resume to make the tournament should they not incur another bad loss. They go 15-5 and five and only lose to Virginia Tech and Miami. Things are good. Now, things could get dicey, say, if they do go 6-2, and two, but maybe they beat Miami. Um, that's kind of interesting. What if they lose to a Florida State again, but they beat Miami? I think that's where we get dicey. But if Pitt wins the games they should win, I think they're going dancing. And, and I think that's going to have to be the big thing. It's it's not about building a resume anymore. They've built a resume. Now they just need to crystallize it. Uh, they need to finalize it. I think that's the way you want to put it. Finalize the resume. Don't slip off late. You've gotten here. I mean, this was so hard to build after a terrible, terrible start to the year. You know, with, with the three losses, uh, the blowout to West Virginia, the blowout to, to Michigan, and, and then losing to VCU um, in, in New York. That trip to New York is still weighing them down uh, even now and in net um, and different ratings. That still hurts them to this day. That trip in New York is as big of an anchor as any team on the bubble has. But Pitt right now has done enough. So after that loss against Florida State, they have built everything back up. They beat Wake Forest. They beat UNC. They beat Miami. Three huge wins for them. Huge wins for them, by the way. I mean, you could not incur a slip-up to Wake Forest after losing to them, and they didn't. You could not incur a loss to both Miami and UNC. You had to at least one, maybe both of them. They went above and beyond. They played with house money, and they, they kind of hit the jackpot, if you will. They hit the lotto. 
So this team, I, I mean, this team is increasingly impressive. And what they do from here on out will define them. They have to finish. They, these are all very winnable games for them. But can they finish? I think that's the question. And that's why this is huge. This is huge for their NCAA tournament resume. It starts tonight against Louisville. Let's talk about Louisville a little bit and kind of just recap where they are uh, since the last time Pitt played them. But first, folks, I want to let you know about Built Bar because if you're looking for a delicious treat but you don't want all those fat and calories, you got to try Built Bar. Folks, listen, with Built Healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you, but they are. And what makes Built Bar they're covered in 100% real chocolate, folks. That is right. 100% real chocolate. And they come in some unbelievably creative flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and so much more. They taste so well, and you only get 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar while getting an unbelievable 17 grams of protein. And you don't even have to wait around to get the box. You can order them on Built.com if you want, but you can also get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You walk into any of them right now. You can get cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, all these flavors in stores now. So, folks, just go check it out at Built.com. Walk into your local Sam's Club or Walmart and get it right with Built Bars. All right, folks. Let's get back into the pit basketball. Um, when when you kind of look at where Pitt's at now and, and where they're going. Well, they're favored by 16 and a half uh, tonight against Louisville. Um, this should be a game that we know Pitt should win. They they really kind of went to Louisville last time and took it to them. Louisville was not a good team. Um, by many metrics, in fact, Louisville is one of their worst games of the year. Um, it, it's worse than some of their non-conference teams um, in terms of just like the cupcakes. Like you look at like Sacred Heart, and, and Sacred Heart beats Louisville in many metrics. Um, it, it's quite quite awful, uh, to say the least, what the what the season Louisville was having. But I still have, I have enough guys here. Uh, you look at like L. Ellis, um, who who is a real fun player to me. Um, he's kind of stuck on a bad team, but I, I think this guy is a good player. Um, so you kind of look at a guy like that, right? And, and you say, "All right, I'm uh, I'm interested in seeing what he could do." Um, but Pitt needs to win this one, and and then do so convincingly. Um, and Pitt has done so for the most part. They beat Georgia Tech by ten plus. They beat Louisville by twenty plus last time. Um, but they they lost to Florida State. They need to continue to just pound these teams, man. Like, this is part of solidifying your resume. Like, showcase you are a tier above. Showcase that Florida State game was a fluke and that, you know, you had an off day. Florida State had the game of their season against y'all. Like, that is what they have to do. I think Pitt it, it has an issue at times with getting caught in the sauce. And by what I mean by that is, this team definitely, even in their big wins, goes into cruise control every now and then. And could Pitt win this game? Probably going into cruise control, yes. But they couldn't do it against Florida State. And you get a good game from Boston College or Syracuse or Notre Dame, right? Like, you're not going to be able to beat them by just going cruise control the whole time. And I, I think that's something that maybe people haven't grappled yet with. Um, Like, you're not going to be able to, to win by cruise controlling through this thing. Um, you got to play good basketball. And, and I think it starts tonight. Convincing win over Louisville at home, at your home court. The energy will still be there. Um, it won't be quite as much as a Miami game was, but it will be there. Yeah, four 
home games. So we had all four of them, to be quite honest with you. So to be, to kind of look at, at Pitt from here on out, take care of business. Louisville is still not a good team. Um, and they did get their one win. So they did beat Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech is abhorrent too. Um, in a lot of ways, but but they did get a lot. Uh, they did get that weight off their shoulders. I think that's good for Pitt, first of all. Um, you know, less of a kind of a, a chip to, oh, man, this could be the day. Uh, because sometimes when you get a desperate team like that, maybe they start feeling it early, uh, you can get into kind of a an air. Things can go sideways. And by that, I mean you can very much – get a bad team that gets hot and they feel themselves and it comes back and they're the ones that bite you. Right. Um, I, I just think that's that fact that Pitt doesn't necessarily have to worry about that. Um, it, it is good. Um, but you look at this game, man, just not a lot of good players on Louisville right now. Um, they got beat pretty badly. Um, by, by Notre Dame a little bit ago. They beat Georgia Tech. And I'll tell you what, you know, good competitive game at home uh, against Florida State. Um, you know, 81-78, good for them. That They're kind of starting to bring their level of play up. But this still is no excuse for Pitt um, to be in this. Um, this game should be a, a win for Pitt uh, fairly easily. But you look at that Florida State game, you know, I, I talked about L. Ellis, man. He, he's a good player. Um, I am an L. Ellis guy. I, I know that this is not a good team, but I think that he is a guy that even on the good teams uh, stuck out um, with Louisville as, as a guy that you have to watch out for. 22 points against them, uh, and he is he's very much the leader of this team. He kind of takes over this game, man. Um, when, when he gets a chance, he takes over the game. Um, and when they tried to power back in the second half, he was a big part of that. Um Jalen Withers, also a guy that you kind of look at and you like. Um, but but there are other guys, you know, like Mike James and Sidney Curry and J.J. Trainer and, and other guys that haven't fully hit the boat yet, um, haven't fully kind of hit their strides. You know, they got a good good game out of Kamari Lands uh, against Florida State. He got uh, 15 points uh, in that game. But, but this is a team that doesn't shoot the three all that well. They're not really an efficient team. They don't cause a lot of turnovers, but they turn the ball over a lot. The key in this game was actually them kind of pushing pace and uh, and keeping it, it kind of tucked in, but only 11 turnovers for them. Um, really not that bad compared to what their season average is. Um, but they don't force a lot of turnovers, and they turn the ball over a lot. That's kind of been the issue, but they kept it down against Georgia Tech and Florida State. Well, Pitt needs to make sure that doesn't happen. And Pitt's been pretty solid about making sure that it doesn't happen. Um, Pitt is often able to turn good defense into good offense. I think that's been one of their big strengths this year and something I've really liked um, just because they have guys that run the floor really well. Um, from their bigs down to, to their guards, certainly, uh, you know, Jamarius Burton's kind of a weird one because he's, he's not really a guy that is like the transition maestro. Um, he, he's not – that's not really his game. He kind of likes to ISO and slow it down, but I think he's done a great job of adapting to fit the team, and he's been a guy that is willing to push pace this year. I think that's what makes Jamari Spurton so fun and kind of so valuable. So I think that's going to be a formula in this one. Um, but I, I want to keep discussing this. So first, folks, I want to let you know about FanDuel because, folks, this year the only app you need for your party 
is FanDuel. FanDuel can help you as much as you want. If you were trying to get some winnings on the Super Bowl, folks, we're really excited about the new betting because Locked On features the number one sportsbook in America. That's what FanDuel really is. And you have so many good bets for Super Bowl 57. With a no-sweat first bet, you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. There is so much more, and you get all the winnings Instantly, no wait time on that. So, folks, so join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, everybody. Let's get back into this. Just talking about Pitt, where they're at, and kind of where they're going. Uh, You kind of look at some of Pitt's statistics. Um, and I just kind of want to look at this overview um, because I think Pitt's going to win this game against uh, Louisville. I, I want to see it be a convincing, solid win that showcases uh, the type of team they are, that, that this is what you should be doing to teams. This is what tournament teams should be doing to other teams that are clearly not going to make the tournament. But, but some key stats I, I see from Pitt um, thus far. They're three-point attempts per game, man. Man, they shoot the ball from downtown a lot, and they make a lot of them. I mean, they make nine per game, and they shoot 25 per game. Uh, their, their, their raw percentage is still 32%. Um, is that elite? No, but it's fourth best in the ACC. Um, you kind of take that, and, and you run with it to me. Um, I, I like that fact. Um, I like the fact that they take a lot of threes. I like the fact that they have a lot of – that you have to guard one through four from the perimeter because when you look at Blake Henson, he can shoot the three as well as anybody. Um, he's a guy that is up to 38% from downtown, and he gives you such just deep matchup problems. And that's been true even though he had a bad game last time out against North Carolina. Um, if you look at other kind of stats, that's that's interesting. They don't, make, they don't take a lot of free throws this year. Um, Jamarius Burton takes up about 51% of their free throws this year. And I think that's fairly interesting. Uh, you look at, 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 at kind of overviewing another stat to me that is, is very interesting. Um, their rebound margin is pretty good, actually. Uh, you look at the offensive rebounds. It's been an issue um, getting the defensive rebounds. But on the bo- offensive boards, it's been able to really crash the glass pretty well, actually. Third best percentage in the offensive rebound department um, thus far on the year uh, in, in the conference. Uh, I look at that, and I'm very encouraged by that. I mean, and in ACC play, I mean, they are shooting the ball as well as anybody right now. Second and true field goal uh, efficiency behind Wake Forest. Um, so Pitt has, has kind of done a nice job offensively. Um, and, and you kind of look at some of their stats, man. And you look at it, it's not like a great team, but they're a good enough team. Um, And I think that's kind of the motto is just take it game by game. Uh, Don't kind of overthink your sphere, right? Kind of like you look at at some of their rebounds. They're top five in both rebound categories. Um, Scoring defense, they're top five. They're top five in a lot of good categories. But they don't get a lot of steals, but they turn a lot of those steals into points, um, which is interesting. When they get turnover, when they force turnovers, they turn them into points very, very well. And same with second chance opportunities. I think that's actually one of the more fascinating things um, about this entire team is that 
this team really does a good job of just when they get opportunities, they take them. Um, that that stands from the three point line. That stands from steals and transition, free throws. Like they don't get all these in crazy volume. They're not the top of the league in free throws. They're not top of the league in in steals. They're not top of the league in forced turnovers or offensive boards. But they're good enough in all of those. And I think that is in and of itself is important. And they take advantage of it. They make the most of their opportunities. I think that's what makes this pit team so good is that they do so much in terms of maximizing what they have as a team. Again, they're not even the most talented group. They're a solid group, but they're not the most talented group. They maximize everything they have. And I think that, to me, is the biggest lesson I kind of have from this group. Um, they, they continuously do it, and they need to continue to do it because that way they will not slip up against these teams that they should not be losing to, like a Louisville, like a Florida State, like a Notre Dame. Uh, there are some games in there. You know, at Notre Dame and Mike Bray's last home game, that could be a tough one, but they, they can't afford it. they got to win that game, man. You know, good teams win this these games, and, and I think that's kind of the big thing. Um, my target right now for them would absolutely be 15-5. and five. They could go 14-6 and six and, and chance in the ACC, but I think they just win the games they have in front of them, like the real games that they can win that they're going to be favored in. They're going to the, the dance. I really think that. Um, and and I, I think that's kind of where Pitt's played themselves into. It's been a good job by them to kind of build this resume. Now they just need to crystallize it and finalize it. That's going to be the big thing. That's going to be the big test for Pitt kind of in the coming weeks. Can they do that? Can they win the games that they want to do? And this is the start of that stretch. All right, folks, as always, thank you for listening to the Locked On Pitt podcast. As always here, thank you for listening. And as we end it here, as always, hail to Pitt.